Happy Halloween. I am your host, your ghost host, on this very spooky episode of the Fantasy Rookie Podcast. On today's show, the trade deadline approaches, we talk about the NFL trade, find out who's haunting your team, Brandon overpays again, Travis is starting Joe Flacco, the recap, the matchups, and much more. This is the Fantasy Rookie Podcast. Welcome back in, and thanks for joining us on this happy Halloween. I'm sitting across my co-host, Addie, who is currently dressed up as Wonder Woman. Um, She looks pretty freaking adorable, if I don't say so myself. She's changing into a different costume tonight. We're having a little Halloween party. Hopefully, everyone can come out and join us. We're doing a little group thing, so if you want to know what we're dressing up as, come and find out. I hope everyone is having a good holiday Halloween season and getting into the spirit. Last night, we watched a very scary movie at the Worm household. I won't dive into what it is, but it had me and Tori very, very frightened. Um, and I just, I, I, not a lot of people like Halloween. It's okay for me, but um, we're doing a little Halloween-themed episode. Uh, we're going to find out what ghost is uh, haunting your team and uh, should be a lot of fun. So with that, we'll dive right into it. Um, a quick reminder that the trade deadline for our fantasy league is approaching. It's November 21st at 9 a.m. After that, we do not allow any trades because uh, we don't trust people, essentially, but it's a pretty standard league across all fantasy formats. So after, it looks like three weeks from now or tomorrow, you won't be able to trade any of your players. So if you got those people on your bench that you've been stashing away or or you want to get a trade out, make sure you do it before then. Let me know if a trade comes in before, you know, at 8.55, I can approve it. But once nine o'clock hits, it's done. So make sure and get those locked in and uh, keep trading guys because it's a lot of fun. And with that, we'll uh, go into the news. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy and this is what's happening in your world tonight. So the trade deadline was yesterday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. our time. So there was a lot of movement. Um, we'll try and cover everything, or at least the most fantasy-relevant things. Um, so Demarius Thomas, the wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, was sent to the Houston Texans for a seventh-round pick. Um, this just ups Emmanuel Sanders to an immediate start and number one um, all the way through because Will Fuller is out for a season-ending ACL tear. So now you've got Demarius Thomas and DeAndre Hopkins uh, heading up the receiver core in Houston. Golden Tate was traded to the Philadelphia Eagles for a third-round pick. Golden Tate's the wide receiver for the Detroit Lions. Um, So it takes a three-receiver core of Tate, Jones, and Kenny Galladay down to two. Now it's just Jones and Galladay. So that, to me, that puts an uptake on Kenny Galladay, and it puts up Marvin Jones Jr. Um, I think Golden Tate kind of stays where he's at, and I go down a little bit on Alshon Jeffrey. I think that's going to take some targets away from Alshon Jeffrey. Um, and uh, a little bit away from Zach Ertz on the Philadelphia Eagles side. 
The Seahawks release Brandon Marshall, which hopefully this is the last we ever see of Brandon Marshall because he's a total garbage and idiot of a person. Uh, the Packers traded Ty Montgomery to the Ravens for a 2027th round pick. So this puts an up on Jamal Williams and it puts an up on Aaron Jones. They go get an immediate up in uh, the rankings. Went from a three running back to a two running back core. Um, Ty Montgomery might actually have some fantasy relevance in Baltimore. Uh, he's, I think he's a great running back, and but I'm, I, I wouldn't pick him up. Um, those were the main trades that happened before the deadline. Uh, Terrell Pryor signed with the Bills. Uh, Terrell Pryor, they don't have a quarterback uh, in Buffalo, so Terrell Pryor is a receiver who's also played quarterback because Josh Allen was ruled out for Week Nine. Um, Ben Roethlisberger fractured a finger on his non-throwing hand. We'll see how this affects him. Um, They said that he's still going to start, but it's his non-throwing hand. Uh, The trade deadline passed, and Le'Veon Bell is still nowhere to be found. Now I really think that he's just going to show up before he has to, which is, uh, the last I heard, is November 13th. So in order for his season to count, He's going to play for the Steelers, and he has to show up on November 13th for it to count for him to get six games this season. And I'm so sick of this guy. Just, You know what? And, and with Le'Veon Bell, like I get it. He's trying to save himself so for his next contract. But what would it have hurt for him to come out and say, hey, I'm not coming till November 13th? Like, Why are we playing these games with your agent, talking about the underpaidness of him and we don't know. Well, we expect him to do this and do that. Just come out and say it. Just come out and say, I'm not showing up till November 13th. He should have done it at the beginning of the season, and that's that. That's what I'm going to do, and that's the end of it. What would that have hurt, Le'Veon Bell? It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have hurt your status. That you still done the same thing. So instead of playing this game with us, I would have had freaking Todd Gurley on my team. Um, moving on, A.J. Green is in a walking boot. Um... A right foot injury, I think it, they said turf toe. So Tyler Boyd gets a huge up is he'll be the number one if he doesn't play, but they're on by this week. Uh, Cooper Cup expected to be back week nine. That's good news for AJ. I don't know that there's that much uh, more f- fantasy news. So with that, we'll uh, see what happened on the waiver wire. So Tyler put in a bid of $10 for Peyton Barber. Uh, Matt had a bid for... Sorry, Addy wanted to chime in on that one. It looks like Matt had a bid for $5 and was unsuccessful. And I think that was all the Peyton Barbers. Uh, Brandon added Fitzpatrick for $5 and dropped Baker Mayfield to waivers. Um... I think that's a dumb move. I don't think Fitzpatrick is going to do anything but throw interceptions and get taken out when Winston on the bench. It's just a just a wake up call to Ben. Oh, sorry, no, Travis. Uh, going back, Travis also put in a bid for Peyton Barber of two bucks and was unsuccessful. Uh, Travis put in a bid of five dollars for Ryan Fitzpatrick and didn't get him. Um, Scott added DJ Moore and dropped Geronimo Allison to waiver wires for four bucks. Scott got Jack Doyle. Uh, for four bucks. Those were both uncontested. Mom got the Dolphins defense. Mom and dropped Eagles to the waivers. 
Mom got Carolina's kicker and dropped Jake Elliott to waivers. Um, I added the Cowboys defense. Brandon had an unsuccessful waiver claim for Carolina's kicker, Graham Gano. Travis added Joe Flacco for $0, and he also added Mason Crosby for $0 uh, from the waivers, and that's what happened on waiver wire. So let's uh, see what happened last week on the scoreboard. I took on Brandon and beat him 118 to 66. I was the highest scoring team on the week and now have gone a month without losing a game. Hans took on Mom and beat Mom 116 to 102. Mom is three and five and Hans is now six and two. Scott took on Uncle Johnny, who's changed his name to Los Bulldogs. Uh, Uncle Johnny beat him 112 to 54. Scott's two and six. Uncle Johnny is now 2-5-1. Tyler took on AJ, and Tyler beat AJ 72-69. AJ's now dropped two in a row and probably has his lowest score on the year. Tyler is now 3-5. Uh, Matt took on Travis. Matt rostered a score of 65, and Travis beat him with a score of 85. Uh, Travis is now 5-3, which is... Pretty impressive after his start, and Matt drops to four and four uh, out of 500. So now, if we take a look at our projected playoff bracket, in the winners bracket, AJ is still the number one seed, and he'll have a bye if uh, the season ended today. Hans would be the number two seed with a bye. I, uh, Travis would be the number three seed, and him and I would duke it out to see who got to the next round. And Matt Bolton and Brandon would be the four and five with Brandon at four and Matt at five. And they would get to the next round in the toilet bowl, the loser bracket. Um, Scott would take on Uncle Johnny as the nine and ten seed. Scott's the ten and uh, Uncle Johnny's the nine. And Tyler would take on Mom as Tyler's the eight and Mom is the seven. So Mom is one position out of the playoffs. So with that, we're going to do a special Halloween segment, um, and we're going to see who's haunting your team, a player that is going to hang around on your team and you don't know what to do with. And consider this dismaying observation. This chamber has no windows and no doors, <laughs> which offers you this chilling challenge to find a way out. <laughs> so we'll start off with me and my player i probably have two but if i'm picking one it's definitely dalvin cook i drafted him in the number in the second round expecting him to be a great running back and he has not done anything the entire year with the exception of toy round with a hamstring he came back for a game he's out he's questionable Dalvin Cook has been haunting me. I don't know what to do with him. No one wants him. I can't trade him. I can't drop him. He's just taking up a roster spot, which sucks because Le'Veon Bell is also taking up a roster spot. Okay, haunting T-Bone's team would probably be Jarvis Landry. Um, we expected Jarvis to do great things, and he'll, he'll show moments of brilliance, but um, at the end of the day, he's just not performing like a number one wide receiver that he is i heard an interesting fact the other day that jarvis landry 
and Odell Beckham were on the same college football team, and Jarvis was the number one, and Odell was the number two. If only we knew what was going to happen with that. Uh, we'll talk about Odell in a second. Um, Scott's team. I think haunting him is Julio Jones. Julio hasn't caught a touchdown pass since October of last year. He's supposed to be this number one uh, top five wide receiver, and they only use him as a decoy. He takes three players down the field, and they throw underneath. Maybe that's why the Falcons suck so badly this year, because they're not using their players. They're using their best player to distract other players. Stupid. Uh, haunting Matt Bolton's team has to be Kenyon Drake. Uh, he was drafted, and he hasn't been doing that well. And then Matt puts him on the bench, and he scores 20 points. So that's got to be frustrating. Moving on to Hans, I'd probably say it has to be either LaShawn McCoy or David Johnson. They're both very good running backs, and they're in terrible te on terrible teams in terrible situations. Um, Shady's getting older dealing with the injuries. He was very bad in the first month of the season. He's starting to come back, but he uh, put up a goose egg in week seven. Other than that, his last four weeks are 10, 9, 0, and 9. So maybe he's getting back on track. Uh, moving on to AJ's team. I'm going to go with his whole bench. Uh, I'm not picking a player. I'm saying his bench. AJ has a very solid team when they're all there and all healthy. However, when they're on buys or they get hurt, it hurts players like that, and that's what happens. That's why you put up such a low score, because you don't have any depth at your bench. So AJ's bench is haunting him, and he needs to make some moves to have depth. Uncle Johnny, Russell Wilson is haunting you and will haunt you for the rest of the season. Uh, he's failed to go over 20, or he's only been over 20 points once this whole year, which was last week. Um, last year he rushed for an average of 40 yards a game. He has not rushed at all. Um, I don't know what to do with Russell Wilson. I'd probably drop him if I was you, UJ. But if he's on the waiver, someone's going to pick him up. It's just a question of you. Do you want to pass that ghost on, or do you think that ghost isn't going to be a ghost anymore? Travis's team. I'm going to say Gronk is haunting you, Travis. Um, in a PPR league, Gronk has been doing just fine this year. He hasn't exploded, but... Uh, so the first week he had 16 points with a touchdown, and he hasn't had a touchdown since then. Um, I think that's right around when you got him from mom uh, after his down week. And since then, he's failed to go over 10 points for you. Uh, so um, maybe he can get back on track, but he has not looked like the Gronkowski of old. Moving on to mom's team. And it's got to be the inconsistency of Odell Beckham. I forget when she acquired him, maybe week three or four. But so he'll go seven points, 23 points, four points, 20 points. Um, if they had a decent quarterback, they could throw over the top and he would be just fine. But he can't get into the end zone. He only has two touchdowns on the year. And that's not what you expect from a supposedly uh, top three or top maybe even two wide receiver in the NFL. And last but all right, last but least is Brandon's team. 
So Brandon only has two players starting, three on his whole team that he drafted. Um, Tyree Kill, Devin Funches, and Kenny Galladay. Everybody else he's acquired in free agency. So he has one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine free agents. And then he also did one, two, three players in trade. Mm, to me, that says, Brandon, you're not drafting well. So, Brandon, you're haunting yourself in the draft and also haunting yourself in dumb trades. Um, see how Fitzpatrick works out for you this week. Okay, we're going to very quickly uh, preview the matchups. Um, Addie and I got to get working on this Halloween party. So, I'm taking on Mom right now. Um, I'm projected to beat her by four and a half points. Uh, Mom is three and five. I'm three, four, and one. Uh, Hans is taking on Scott. S Scott is projected to beat Hans by 41 points, but I don't think he has his lineup set in. He's missing four players, so uh, when Hans sets his lineup, he'll be just fine, or we'll see what the line is. Um, Scott is two and six, and Hans is six and two. See if Scott can climb back and uh, make a fight for a playoff spot. Travis is taking on Brandon. They're both three and five. Um, Brandon is projected to beat Travis by 8.3 points. Uh, Matt is taking on Tyler. Tyler's three and five. Matt's four and four. Tyler's projected to beat Matt at nine and a half points. And their lineups are both set. I don't know if... Uh, yeah, it looks like they're both set and ready to go. And AJ's taking on Uncle Johnny with uh, AJ's projected to beat him by 34 points, but Uncle Johnny has three players not in his lineup. Um, oh, I forgot to do my drop. Here, we'll give it to you just in case you, you any of the drop fans out there. Where we're going, we don't need... Rose. There, you happy? The drop's in. I'm not going to edit it. Sorry. I apologize for nothing. It's my podcast. Okay, I think that's it. Um, happy Halloween to everyone out there. Thanks for tuning in. You can uh, submit your questions or uh, hit me up throughout the week uh, with what I would do, and I'll give you my honest opinion. Uh, you can find me at the Fantasy Rookie Podcast at gmail.com. I'm on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, happy Halloween. This is the Fantasy Rookie Podcast.